Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So, this has been a crazy time of life for me. I know I, I, you must know, if you follow me anywhere on social media right now, that we are just a week away from sending my daughter off to college. And so, this is a time of life where... Even if you don't want it to, it consumes you. I feel like our entire world is upside down right now and it revolves around saying goodbye to friends. You know, this is the last this and this is the last that and packing and just in a crazy place that I never expected to be because this time last year, our plan was to never go away to college. So this is all kind of ironic. Here we are, but God knows best and we're really, truly excited for her, but it's a busy time. And so I wanted to address homeschool moms today because I posted recently on Instagram, just this post that literally came to my head while I was in a hotel room last week. It wasn't like a planned thing came to my head and I'm like, let me write that down. (laughs) And it got a lot of traction and resonated with a lot of people. And so I want to talk about it today. And whether you're a homeschooling mom or not, you're going to be encouraged because I think this is something, no matter what we do in life, that we can all get caught up in. And that's putting our identity in the things that we do and you know, letting things that we do almost become idols. And so we're going to talk about that today, um, the idol of homeschooling a little bit. Before I start, I wanted to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. We have used their homeschooling curriculum for our entire homeschooling career. We've never been disappointed. Um, They truly have fabulous resources for the Christian family. So please go check them out at Apologia.com. So like I said, I wanted to touch today on this topic about homeschooling um, and the homeschooling mom and idolizing homeschooling. And I'll just quickly read the post that I wrote, and then we're going to dive into this discussion. Like I said, if you are not a homeschooler, please insert any word that you want when I say homeschooling mom. Like it can be working mom, it can be dance mom, it can be... um, Maybe you're not a mom. It can be, you know, anything, anything. So we all tend to do these um, sorts of things. So we'll talk about it. But this is the post that I put on Instagram last week. As a homeschool, well, actually, I started out. Back to homeschool tip. The idol of homeschooling is a real thing. As a homeschool mom who just graduated my first, looking back, I can say I succumbed to it at one point, letting homeschool define me, how my home looked, you know, the bookshelves, educational items, and the schoolroom, what I read about, the conversations I had, chasing after that perfect curriculum method planner, you name it. But I tell you this. In the end, it is all a distraction, a distraction from what matters most. My advice, follow God. Teach your children to love learning. And remember, homeschooling is a way of life, but it is not your whole life. 
I would rather people look at me and say, she loves Jesus, than she's a homeschool mom. So I got a lot of response to this one, and I really wasn't expecting it. Like I said, it was literally a thought that came in my head, and I was over there in a hotel room. We were like getting ready to go out, and I said, you know, I had this thought. Let me just write this out real quick. And so, um, you know, those are usually the best, the kinds of things, the unplanned ones. But, you know, I've talked about this before when I speak at homeschooling conventions. I'm sure I've talked about it in my books. I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast and on social media. But, you know, let me back up for a minute. We've been homeschooling now 13 years, going on our 14th year, just graduated my first Um, I did never wanted to be a homeschool mom. I never intended to homeschool. I never planned to homeschool, but God called me. Most of us know that if you're new to the podcast, you'll have to listen to some of the episodes in the archives to hear our story. You can find our story in the episode titled The Unlikely Homeschooler or in my book called Home, which is available on Amazon. Um, But yeah, I never intended to homeschool. And so the first year that I was homeschooling, I was actually, forget idolizing it, I was like embarrassed. (laughs) I didn't want anybody to know what we were doing. I wanted to be an underground homeschooler. Um, I knew God had called me to it, but I felt rather insecure with my decision. I knew that this was where God was calling me, but I had no idea, quite frankly, why and how it would turn out. And I didn't like going against the grain in the culture. These days, I feel like if you're a homeschooler, it's not as, um, you don't get looked at as crazily as I did back then, but uh, I feel like it's more mainstream. But back then, I felt like whenever I told somebody I was homeschooling, they were like, you're doing what? You know, so... That first year, I certainly didn't idolize it. In fact, I didn't really want to do it. But a few years in, I mean, really, by by the time we were completed with our first year, I was really starting to like this homeschooling lifestyle. I started to get into it. You know, I was getting into um, reading about it. I was involved in a group locally where I could meet with other families and we, you know, all exchanged our ideas and I could... um, you know, once I got a hold of that beautiful internet and I could learn more about it and find blogs about it, and then I got Facebook and Instagram and all that, you know, then it became like this whole culture, this whole community that was in its own little world itself, really. And I liked it. I wanted to be in that little world. I liked the camaraderie. I liked identifying with my tribe of homeschooling moms. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, actually. I think that's, you know, a wonderful thing that we do find our people. However, there's a difference between finding our people and letting those people rule you. And not necessarily to say those people were actually ruling me, but in my mind they were because I wanted to fit in and I wanted to, you know, be a part of that culture. And that culture, they talked about curriculum. That culture, they talked about methods and styles and the new and, you know, greatest thing in homeschooling and what planning system you used and what chore system you used and your meal plan and all these things. And quite frankly, that first year of homeschooling, I was so naive. I wasn't part of the culture like at first. And 
I was just doing it because God called me to do it. I didn't even know about this little sub-community out there. I didn't know about this little tribe and this little culture. I was just doing it. It was between me and God. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, I miss that little naive Karen that just took a leap of faith and had no idea um, about all this other stuff. So that first year, it's so funny, I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again for anyone who hasn't heard it because it applies greatly here. That first year before we started, um, a lovely homeschooling mom from my church who had been homeschooling already for many years gave me her kindergarten curriculum. She heard that I was homeschooling Grace and she said, here's curriculum. You're ha- you know, I'm happy to have you keep it and use it. And I took it home, and that was it. We were homeschooling. God told me to, and now I have curriculum. People, I had no clue there was anything else out there to look at. Like, I just literally had this childlike faith. Okay, God told me to homeschool. Somebody gave me curriculum. We're ready to go. Until a woman that I um, was speaking with about homeschooling, who was also a homeschooling mom, said to me, what curriculum are you going to use? And I told her. And she said, oh, kind of like in this way, like, oh, you're going to use that one. She said, well, what else have you looked at before you decided on that one? I was like, I didn't look at anything else. My friend gave it to me and I'm ready to go. The funny thing is, I didn't know there was anything else to look at. I truly didn't know that there was a CBD catalog. I should say Christian book distributors. They're changing their name because CBD. (laughs) Um... I didn't know there was, you know, blogs. I don't even know if there were blogs yet, actually. But I didn't know there were things out there to, you know, I didn't even know there was a convention. Here I am now a speaker nationally at homeschooling conventions, but I didn't know. And so I look at that and I think, though, what a childlike faith I had. And I almost wish I could go back to that because then she told me, oh, no, there's catalogs and there's, you know, tons of different methods and styles and curriculum out there and I was like really and that was all it took for me to go down that trail not that those things aren't good it's really wonderful to have such an abundance of resources but for me and I think for many of us we can relate what a distraction it was it wasn't just about okay let me find the best curriculum that's going to work for my daughter it was like all consuming for the first few years constantly switching curriculum because well this isn't working i better try something else constantly blaming my failures on the planner well this planner didn't work out next year i'm going to get a new planner this is going to be the best planner ever it's going to organize my life and i'll be set right And I quickly went from putting my eyes on God, who was calling me to this journey, because I knew 100% that God was calling me to this journey, and I was going kicking and screaming, but I was going to obey. I went from keeping my eyes on God, and this is an adventure that God is bringing me on, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to trust Him, to taking my eyes off of God and onto everything else around me. And then what happened is, those first few years, homeschooling was like my identity. I was a homeschooling mom, right? You know, give me the bumper sticker and the t-shirt and, you know, let everyone know I'm a homeschooling mom. You know, people talk to me. I got to make sure that they know I'm a homeschooling mom. And it became more of my identity than it really should have been. Sure, we homeschool. That's a lifestyle for us. That's a way of life for us. It's a huge part of our life. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
But my identity is in being a child of God. That's my identity. Homeschooling is something that we do, but it is not our entire life. It is not our um, every waking, breathing moment. We have to talk about it. You know, it was like I said, I wanted the, the house to reflect that we were homeschoolers. You know, I need to have all the bookshelves. I need to have all the educational posters strewn about. I need to have, you know, all the educational stuff around so that we look like the part. We look like homeschoolers. And when I have conversations with my homeschooling friends, we have to just talk about homeschooling and curriculum and choices and what are you doing? What are you doing? And I look back at that and I'm exhausted thinking about how much energy and effort it took to keep up with that. And quite frankly, as time has gone on, my identity has not you know, revolved around being a homeschooling mom anymore, even though I am an author who writes homeschooling books. I am a speaker who speaks at national conventions, and it is a huge part of my ministry. I still don't need everybody to know I'm a homeschooler, right? Um, so like I said, if you're not a homeschooler, I know you can insert your word here, whatever it is you do. But quite frankly, as homeschoolers, or whatever it is you do that's, you know, you can relate to this. Please stop getting distracted. As I can look back now on 13 going on 14 years of homeschooling, I was so distracted at some points by all the stuff. And I know I'm going to say it and it's cliche, but it really flies by. Your time flies by with your kids. And when you get to this end point of now I'm sending her off to college, I look back. There is so much that I worried about, stressed about, focused on that just wasn't important. What if I had spent all of that time that I feel now that was a little bit wasted, even though in God's economy, nothing is wasted because he'll redeem it and I've learned from it. And hey, maybe I'm teaching you a lesson from it. And that's a redeemed moment right there. But still, if I look back and I think, wow, I could have been playing with my kids, looking them in the eye, spending time in God's word. Focusing on God. Let God lead you in your homeschool, not the homeschooling community. Let God lead you in your homeschooling, not the homeschool curriculum. Let God lead you in your homeschool, not what the internet says about homeschooling. Life is short and you have one life to live between the Lord and you. You answer to him and how does he want your homeschool to look? What are the plans that he has for your homeschool? Have you consulted him before you've consulted the internet? Have you prayed over your children before you go and select their curriculum? Have you prayed about what God wants you to do in your family before you go and compare the different methods and styles and planners and all those things? Because quite frankly, I still feel like they're such distractions. They are useful tools. They are helpful resources. Don't get me wrong. I work in the homeschooling community. I minister in the homeschooling community and I wouldn't be a part of it if I didn't love it and think it's a wonderful resource. But can we not get distracted? Can we use it as it should be a resource? 
you know, a tribe for support, but not something that we feel like we always have to keep up with. We have to maintain that homeschool identity. We have to maintain that homeschooling, you know, um, look <laughs> and how how we're, you know, um, trying to always keep up with the other homeschoolers around us. I really want to encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus. If you're a homeschooling mom, especially if you're one just starting out, please heed this advice. And I, because I say it from my deepest, deepest heart and soul because I walked the journey. And like I said, maybe I realized some mistakes I made, but if I can use that to minister and redeem a moment for someone else, then that's not for naught, right? So please, don't get caught up in the stuff because you know what? The enemy would love nothing more than to derail our homeschooling efforts because homeschooling glorifies God. Homeschooling brings your family together. Homeschooling allows you to teach the Bible all the time, right? Homeschooling allows for so many things that the enemy does not want you to do. So what's he going to do? He's going to distract you and make you take your eyes off the main point and put them on all the other things. So let's not get caught up. Like I said in that post, I would rather people these days look at me and say, that Karen DeBuse, she loves Jesus. I see that Karen abuse and I see Jesus. I see Jesus in her. I see his love. Not that Karen abuse. Wow, she's a homeschool mom. Big whoop, right? Homeschooling is a wonderful tool. It's a way of life. I believe it is discipleship. It is, you know, I it is, I believe, really the best choice to raise our families to love the Lord. For for us, it has been the best choice we could have possibly made. But do I need to wear it as a badge of honor? Absolutely not. Right? I put Jesus on the pedestal, not homeschooling. He does great work in our family through our homeschool, so then he gets the glory, not homeschooling. He does great work in our lives through the different experiences we've had because of homeschooling, but he gets the glory for that, right? See, too often we give the glory to the curriculum. We give the glory to the stuff. We give the glory to the person that has that beautiful homeschooling room. We give the glory to the mom who does all the things and homeschools and makes the meals and has her, you know, monthly meal chart and the list goes on and on, right, these days. Only God should get the glory for what he does in us and through us. We need to stop idolizing homeschooling. We need to stop idolizing other moms who homeschool. And again, if you're not a homeschooler, insert whatever word it is here that you see in your life or in others. What's distracting you? What are the things that are... um you know, that you're placing your identity in. We are not what we do. We are what he did. Our life is an outflow of our relationship with Jesus. And we have a relationship with Jesus because he went to the cross and died for us. And here we are over here spending hours and hours a day trying to get that homeschool plan just right. And again, it's not saying that we shouldn't have plans and we shouldn't have schedules and we shouldn't have curriculum. 
But I think you know what I mean. Because if you're out there, I can almost 100% assure you that you've done this, right? And I was so thrilled that I had some uh, some moms comment and say, you know what, I'm really not like those other homeschool moms. Those things, I don't get caught up in those things. If you're one of those moms listening right now, then please go out there and encourage the other moms that you see getting caught up in this. Because if you're a homeschooler and you're in a homeschooling community, even if you're not doing this, you're probably seeing others. And as sisters in Christ, let's encourage each other. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Keep our eyes focused on God and what he does and not what we do or how our homeschool looks or if we have the newest and latest, greatest homeschooling curriculum. You know, I'm in different Facebook groups. I'm in different, you know, places over there on the internet. And I see the moms right now, the questions about, I mean, you know, they're, they're saying, these questions keep me up at night. What curriculum should I use? What math should I use? What science should I use? What labs, SATs am I preparing? You know, what schedule? Oh, I, I was up all night worrying about this. If you're up all night worrying about it, then that means you should be in prayer. Because God needs to do a work in you. And I will say this right now, before anybody hears that and was like, wow, you're on your high horse. Guess who spent most, you know, many nights up worrying about these things? Me. Again, I repent of that. I look back on that and I realize people say you have no regrets. You know, no, I do. I do regret the amount of time I wasted because now that we're on the other side of graduation and my daughter's going off to Bible college next week, I see the fruitlessness of my worry that it did not cause any good thing. It caused me to take my eyes off of the things that I really needed to be focused on. So You know, if you're over there and you're starting to get caught up and you're starting to feel like maybe this is becoming an idol, maybe I am putting my identity in this. You know what's even worse? Not when we put our identity in homeschooling, but when we put our identity in what our kids do. You know, your kid is, you know getting a 1600 on the SAT or your child won the spelling bee or your child won the math contest or, you know, your child is a, you know, number one karate student or your child is the number one soccer player, whatever it is. And that becomes your identity. You're a soccer mom. You're a karate mom. You're a sports mom. You're a music mom. You're a theater mom. You're a dance mom, right? You're a mom saved by grace. You're a mom who's following Jesus. Let's get rid of all those other identities. Let's shed those identities and let's walk in this world so that people can say, that's a mom who loves Jesus. Who's with me on that one? I would love to hear from you on this. If you're over there listening to this and you're driving in your car, some people tell me you do, or you're cleaning the house and listening, preparing dinner, and you're saying amen, I want to hear from you. I want to hear, what do you think? Um, If you're a mom out there who's like, no way, I don't do that, can you let me know that you do see people that need that? Because we need to encourage each other to encourage others. So I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Let me get your feedback over there on the Facebook page, on Instagram, wherever you're listening to this. If you are listening on on iTunes, I'd love for you to leave a review and and rate to the podcast. That helps my get my message out there to more people. Excuse me, to more people. Um, 
But I really do truly feel passionate about this. Again, if you can relate or maybe you know someone who can relate, share this podcast episode. This is one that I really, really feel like at this back to school time. If you haven't shared one before, share this one because I believe in this message. I've lived it. I've done it. I've repented of it. And I want to redeem it and help others out there. I love the homeschooling community. I love the homeschooling community so much. I love when I speak at conventions and being with like-minded folks. And, you know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful community. So as a community, imagine if we shined the light for Jesus as much as we do for homeschooling. We could move mountains in the world. So let's do it. Let's shine our light for Jesus and take the light off of homeschooling a little bit and put it back on Jesus where it belongs. I thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I just wanted to remind you real quick that I do have the Bible-based homeschooling e-course, which is still available at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com. So many of you have signed up for that e-course that um, really helps you to keep your focus and your family with your firm foundation on God's Word. So you can go check that out. I'd love to have you join me in the e-course. It is open anytime. You'll have lifetime access. It doesn't you know, end. You will constantly be able to watch the videos as needed. So you can go check that out. And again, if you're listening, share this with your friends, share it with your homeschooling um, community and go over and uh, let me know what you think on the Instagram or on Facebook or wherever you are out there in social media, or just shoot me an email. If you don't have social media, I'd love to hear from you. So this is Karen DeBuse at Simply Living for Him. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.